Welcome to She's Healthy, a podcast for ambitious women on their journey to become the healthiest version of themselves. I'm your host, Lori Aikman. Hey, everybody. All right, all right. So I am jumping on here to record an episode today. I am just letting you know, I am actually recording um, from a coffee shop today. Uh, So you may be able to tell in my voice, Um, the kids, and you might be able to hear background noise of the coffee shop. So I apologize if you do, but um, the kids had the flu last week and so wonderfully gave it to mom. And uh, so I, then I got a sinus infection on top of that. I will be honest. I have never been this sick before. Thankfully on the mend. So I got sick last Monday. It's Monday now that I'm recording and uh, I'm like slowly getting better. So anyways, I missed last week's episode and I wanted to go ahead and record and release it today. Um, So just so you have a little life update, what's been going on in the Aikman household. So I want to talk about today, I actually had a DM from somebody and she said, Hey, what are signs of hormone imbalance? And, um, and I realized, you know, that's something like, how would I even know, you know? So I want to, we're just going to dive into that today. So signs of hormone imbalance. So I think a lot of times like women who are like hitting menopause are maybe more aware of their hormones, um, because that's like kind of the expectation. Oh, I must be you know, I must be near menopause, especially if they start having things like, um, so when you do hit menopause, a big change that happens is you have low progesterone, and then you actually start having fluctuating estrogen levels before estrogen goes low. And when estrogen goes down is when women have symptoms like hot flashes, they start having trouble sleeping, they um, can have really big mood swings. Um, I had a family member uh, who that was a big symptom for her. So she had never was like a depressed person and had, you know, really low mood when her menopausal symptoms started hitting. Um, So things like that start showing up. You can also have vaginal dryness. So it can really affect, you know, libido, sex life, things like that. Um, but what if you're not there? What if you're like, you're like, I'm all, I just hit 40. Um, what are some signs of some hormone imbalance that might show up? So I would say the next common, like most common time when women start thinking, okay, well, my hormones are a problem is I get women coming to me sometimes when they are struggling to get, they're either one struggling to get pregnant. They've never gotten pregnant before, or two, it could be, they've had a child before but now they're like, okay, well, I had a baby before, but now like it's been, we've been trying for this long and I can't get pregnant. You know, what's going on there? Maybe it is my hormones because you're right. She got pregnant for, but she's not getting pregnant now. So fertility can definitely be a sign of some hormone imbalance. Let's take a sip. Um, and what, but what else? Like, okay, so maybe you're in that. I would say the majority of the women that I end up working with are in this age range of like 35 to 45. So they're, you know, they're not, sometimes they're younger. I do have some clients and have had some clients that are in their twenties, but most commonly their thirties, uh, maybe earlier forties. 
I will tell you the most common things I hear from those women. If I look at all of my patients, all of my clients, um, the top two things are fatigue. So exhaustion, like you, you know, you have a good night's sleep and you're still tired. Um, it's, it's like a new level of, it's not just that you aren't getting enough rest. It's this, this level of exhaustion that kind of never goes away. Like you, even if you get a good night's rest, you still feel tired. The other most common complaint that I hear from the women that I work with is trouble losing weight. So they're, you know, where they may have been able, and and it's not just trouble losing weight. It's like the things that used to work aren't working anymore. So I used to be able to, you know, do a whatever diet or, you know, just get back in the gym more consistently or things like that. So the things that they used to do are no longer working for them. So those I would say would be the top two complaints that I hear that are hormonal issues. Um, I think we can think when we hear maybe somebody say hormone imbalance, we might think of those like menopause. Oh, when a woman's having hormonal issues, it's a menopause issue. Or you might think, okay, hormonal changes um, around puberty. Like when you're a teen, you're having hormonal acne or, um, you know, hormonal, like a very bad PMS um, or issues around our period. We start, start thinking hormone imbalance. But I guess what I, the point I wanted to make today and the point that I wanted to tie in, there's a lot more uh, symptoms that I can talk about and I'm going to break down on further episodes. But the thing to be aware of, or I guess that I really want to want to teach about here is, is when you hear the word hormone, most likely you are thinking of the sex hormones, which are estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone um, are like the three biggies. Okay. Um, you probably know estrogen and progesterone, you know, affect your period and they, you know, they make these crazy changes, right. Um, that happen through the month that affect the symptoms that we experience in our body that affect, you know, our, our cycles and things like that. But when we talk about hormones, if we talk about, so the, the in, in medicine, we, the neuroendocrine system, um, it kind of explains the, 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 uh, specialty of medicine that talks about hormones. There's so many freaking hormones in your body. Um, but the thing to, to recognize is that your hormones can be off and, and that's affecting your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone, and maybe your cycles are being affected where you, maybe you are having fertility issues, or maybe you are starting to have some perimenopausal symptoms, um, or you're having issues with your cycle, but the, our hormones are like this kind of big complicated web. Um, and they really affect one another. So if you have caught the last uh, episodes, health bite episodes, where I've talked about how cortisol affects our hormones, that's an example of this kind of cascade where where our hormones are, are there's so much more going on. So I guess I just wanted to drive home the point of if, if you are having symptoms where you're like, I think I have hormone imbalance, it's not, it's usually not just a sex hormone issue. It's usually not just a estrogen, progesterone, testosterone issue. Um, those 
So especially estrogen and progesterone come from the ovaries. And so it is involved in our menstrual cycle, but those ovaries, the signal for them to do the work that they do comes from our brain. And there's this whole cascade of hormones that goes down from our brain into our body. Um, there's all these different uh, things called the uh, different accesses. So we have the hypothalamus pituitary, adrenal, gonadal, ovarian, um, uh, thyroid. So this is beautiful, really cascade that happens where our uh, hormones are affected um, in, in, a, in a sequence. So, so I want to bring to light when you have these hormonal imbalances, um, that are affecting your sex hormones, it's not just a isolated ovary issue usually, or just a, um, isolated sex hormone issue that we have to look at this bigger picture of what all our other hormones are doing that are affecting those. So, um, with that being said, I do just want to bring up some other um, some other symptoms that could be showing up in your body, uh, if you do have hormone imbalance. So commonly things that I see in the women, again, that I deal with, so women that are 35 to 45, typically, um, typically they are working moms. So they are, or moms that are busy, uh, even if they're not working, they're homeschooling and they're, you know, they have many responsibilities and they're usually, they usually have a lot on their plate. And so the things that start showing up are, they may have, again, the energy and the mood swings, or I'm sorry, the energy and the weight gain uh, or difficulty losing weight um, are the top two, but then they also ha could have things like mood swings. So where they've never been an anxious person or, you know, a depressed person, excuse me, guys, I'm just keeping it real today. I'm a busy working mom myself. And, uh, and so, uh, I've blown my nose. Um, so what was working for them before was no longer working, but now, okay. So now we have these mood swings that are not normal for them. They've never had mood issues and now they're having anxiety or anxious feelings. Very, uh, I would say irritability can be a common one too. Just like the ability to handle stress is, is way down. Okay. Um, another one can be um, issues with the period. So where cycles are, are irregular or cycles are heavy, cycles are light, like cycles are different from what yours normally were. Um, other hormonal symptoms that can show up are, um, issues with your thyroid. Um, that's something else that a lot of times we think, oh, it's a, when people have thyroid problems, a lot of times we think, oh, it's just a solely thyroid problem. It has nothing to do with everything else. But if we, you know, take the evidence that we just talked about when it's an ovary issue, it's usually, where is it in the cascade above that has come down and affected the ovaries? The same thing with the thyroid. The thyroid is usually not just a thyroid issue there has been some change in the cascade of hormones that have come from the whole body that is now showing um, things, uh, now showing symptoms showing up in the thyroid. 
Um, so yeah, I would guess even if you do have something like autoimmune disease, autoimmune thyroiditis or Hashimoto's, this is, it's probably come from the cascade. Um, there's, there's already been an effect upstream that's affecting the thyroid downstream. Um, the other thing that I would say shows up a lot of times is, uh, a lot of my clients have trouble sleeping. So maybe, maybe you've all, and sometimes they tell me I've always been somebody that's had trouble sleeping, but now it's worse. And a lot of times they're already doing all the things they're, they're taking magnesium, they're sleeping with a sound machine and blackout curtains and eye masks. And I mean, they have really good sleep hygiene. Um, but it's a hormonal change that's now affecting their sleep. Um, so we talked about, okay. So we talked about fertility. We talked about changes in, in, um, in weight. We talked about changes in energy, changes in mood, changes in sleep. Those are five huge ones right there that can be signs of hormone imbalance. Of course I could keep on and on and on and make this like a five hour long podcast episode, but I'm going to stop here. Um, and we will talk another day about a big hormone change, a specific hormone change, uh, with one of the sex hormones that happens in this stage of life. So I would love to hear if this has been helpful for you. Um, if you think you do have hormone imbalance and you want to get some support, I have a free, um, hormone balance handbook that you can grab. I will just link it in the show notes, um, where it's going to teach you like kind of go through some of this stuff again, and then teach you some lifestyle things that you can do to start balancing your hormones today. And I'll give you a hint there. It also gives you access to some more information, um, where you can learn more about your hormones and about what's going on and what you can do to start getting things back in balance. All right. I'm going to wrap it up for there. I hope you guys have a great day.